You're listening to the Ambitious and Glowing Podcast. Sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly of business ownership. I'm Francesca. I'm a lash artist, educator, entrepreneur, wife, daughter, friend, and I'm your host. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Ambitious and Glowing Podcast. Super overdue, three months late, but we're not even going to go into that, and I'm just going to dive into a very juicy and informative topic that I have for you. So let's talk about clients. Clients, 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 clients. We love them. We need them. They're the heart of our business. You know, we wouldn't have businesses without them. They keep the doors open. They keep the lights on. We have great relationships with them. Okay. But I want to kind of like talk about clients in a different way. So I am a firm believer that me personally, I'm not a good fit for everybody. My personality, my style, the service that I offer, I'm not a good fit for every single person on this planet, okay? And vice versa. Not everybody out there is a good fit for me. And I'm going to go into what I mean by that. Um, As business owners, as service providers, beauty professionals, uh, depending on if you work for yourself or if you work for another company, you know, you might kind of be limited but as business owners we reserve the right to refuse service we reserve the right to no longer service certain people for different reasons okay um and i'm here to tell you today that you have every right to exercise that right and that it's okay if you want to quote unquote fire a client for whatever reason and i know some of you are probably like what do you mean fire somebody like what And what I mean by that is decide to no longer, you know, service them, no longer accept appointments with them, no longer take care of them Um, and ending that business relationship with them because you uh, realize that it's not it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Um, And the biggest reason why it wouldn't be worth it is because it's affecting your mental health, your sanity, your peace, Um, although those people, and I'm going to go into who they are, the type of client that I'm talking about, but although they're willing to pay for your service, it doesn't necessarily mean that they deserve to have you, um, you know, provide the service just because somebody is willing to pay you doesn't mean that you have to take them. Uh, not all money is good money. I'm sure you've heard that before. And, you know, me personally, I will not service somebody who's rude, disrespectful, you know, um, who makes me feel uncomfortable, um, and things like that. So I am here to tell you that it's okay for you to feel that way. It's okay for you to refuse service. And I'm going to go into what type of client would deserve the boot, uh, because there are a bunch of red flags that you can, uh, what's the word? Like there's a bunch of red flags that you can see to determine who would be a good fit for your business or not. And this is kind of taking a step away from target clientele. Um, a lot of you out there probably haven't determined your ideal client or your target client. Uh, but if you have, 
these clients, these these red flag clients, I'm going to call them, they wouldn't be your target. They would be outside of your, your target client. And that's the reason why. So I want to ask you some questions and I want you to think to yourself, you know, have you ever had a client that did the following? And if you said yes to any or all or some, uh, they're probably not a good fit for you and they're, they're you know, not the type of client that you want to service and they're the type of client that you have every right to refuse service to decide to terminate the business relationship uh, unapologetically do you want to learn how i create graphic design content for my business i'll let you in on a little secret i use a free app and website called canva Inside my brand new online course, I teach you how to brand and create branded content for your business DIY style using that app and website. It's time for you to take your branding seriously, create a visual identity for your business that'll stand you out from your competition and elevate your social media appearance so that you can attract brand new clients and be busier than ever. I created this course to help you because I used to be you I needed to create so many pieces of graphic design content for social media on a daily basis and I couldn't afford to have a professional do it for me. So I had to learn how to do it myself. Come and learn how to use Canva like a pro for all your graphic design needs. Inside this course, I'll teach you how to make your own business cards, Instagram and social media templates, email marketing covers, and so much more. And the best part, it'll be branded and consistent with the visual identity that you've created. Enrollment is now open. And when you sign up for this course, you'll have access to 15 pre-recorded videos that you'll have access to forever. So you can always refer back to them if you need them. You'll also gain access to our members only Facebook page to be surrounded by strong-minded individuals, business owners, professionals, who also have the same goals as you, to learn how to use Canva and how to brand your business. You can sign up today by visiting our website at www.meticulousstreet.com forward slash Canva branding course. I'll see you on the inside. Okay, so first off, have you ever had a client that didn't respect your time or your policies? You know, somebody who always shows up late, someone who, uh, you know, filled out the intake form, signed off on all your policies, but then when it comes time for you to enforce them, they want to act like they had no idea, they didn't know if it comes to a cancellation or a lateness and it, you know, has to do with a charge and you end up charging them a late fee or a cancellation fee and they are just outraged by it and they're not, you know, obedient of the policies or respectful of the policies that you have in place for your business. Um, have you ever had anybody like that? because that is a huge red flag. They don't like to follow the rules. As business owners, we have and should have policies in place to help us run our businesses more effective, uh, you know, more effectively. So if they are having an issue with it, they're not really a good fit for you because they are most likely going to be the client that's going to break the rules, give you a hard time, cause you headache, and we don't want that. Okay, so have you ever had a client that made you feel stressed out, stressed out, frustrated, overwhelmed, 
just flat out uncomfortable. Have you ever had anybody that made you feel that way? A client that you look at your calendar for the day and your schedule, you see their name and you're dreading it. Have you ever had a client that you actually dreaded seeing in the morning? That to me is not a good feeling. I had a few clients that were like that. They're no longer my clients, but I've had a few where I looked at my schedule and I'm just like, dang, I have to see such and such today. Like this is going to be a pain because she's a pain and I already know. And it's just like as business owners, one of the perks of being a business owner is we get to make those decisions and we get to, you know, have a little bit more control over who we're servicing. Um, And one of those things is, yes, if there's somebody that's rude, disrespectful, making me feel stressed out, frustrated, overwhelmed, they're a headache, I don't have to service them. And the easiest way for you to tell a client that you're no longer, you know, willing to serve service them in kind of an undercover kind of way is just telling them, I don't think that we're a good fit. You know, unfortunately, I don't think that we're a good fit anymore and I'm no longer going to be able to provide services to you. And chances are, if you have tried to address certain issues First of all, you always want to try to address issues that you have with the client and let them know uh, in a very professional way. However, if it doesn't continue and you hit them with that and you let them know, they're going to know why. And then if you if if you know, they want to if you want to get into more details, you can, but just always remain professional and just let them know um if you want to, you know, let a client go and quote unquote fire them. A nice thing that you can do, which you absolutely don't have to, but you can always just say, um, I don't think we're a good fit. Uh, If you'd like, I can recommend another service provider for you to go to or make a professional recommendation just to kind of ease things out. But um, that's completely up to you. Okay, so moving on. Have you ever had a client? I feel like I'm playing that game. Have you ever? Never have I ever. Have you ever had a client that made awkward, uncomfortable, you know, comments about your pricing, whether to your face, on social media, you know, during the consultation or during the the inquiry process in the beginning, like where they message you or reach out? Have you ever had somebody that was making comments about pricing? Oh, well, why is it so expensive? Or why is it so much? Or why are you, you know, why do you charge that much? Problematic client, 100%, biggest red flag right there, okay? Anybody who's made for you and meant for you is going to pay your price willingly with no issues whatsoever. Um, I actually had a lady tell me and she told me to my face I'd been servicing her for a couple months and she was like you're really good at what you do but it's just so expensive it's just so expensive like she was paying for her appointment and she's like you know I come and I travel to you and you do a really amazing job but it's just so expensive and so pricey and I and in my head I'm just like okay like you keep coming back and I understand but it it just caught me off guard and at that point moving forward I was just kind of like I don't want to service you anymore and maybe I was wrong for feeling that way I don't feel like I was wrong but everybody's different it's just the way that you know that makes you feel you know that you're worth the price I know that I'm worth the price I know that you know I do a good job I focus on client experience I focus on you know having a great relationship with my clients going above and beyond um so for somebody to be disrespectful about pricing in such a way you know it kind of makes you feel like "Mm, I don't want to deal with them anymore that's how I felt um have you ever had a client 
that 100% disregarded all aftercare instructions that you gave them. 100%. For my lash artists out there, you know, that client that came in with makeup covered, mascara covered, dirty, nasty, has never put soap or cleanser, I should say, on her lashes a day in her life. Probably doesn't even own a cleanser. Probably doesn't even own a brush, you know, to cleanse her lashes. Just dirty, doesn't listen. Um, for my nail artists out there, that client that comes in with like four or five missing nails, thinking that you're going to do a refill on her when it's clearly going to be a full set. Um, you know, have you ever had that client, my hairstylist out there, that client who comes in, uh, six months to a year out knowing dang well she was supposed to come in after like two months or three months for a root touch-up. I don't know the exact numbers. I'm not a hairstylist, but you know what I'm talking about. That client who just doesn't listen to your instructions. If you tell them, okay, you got to come back in two weeks or you have to come back in four weeks or six weeks or 12 weeks and they don't And then when they finally do come in, they think that you're going to hook them up or they try to really push the limits, okay? Have you ever had a client like that? Mm -mm. Red flag. Have you ever had a client, this is a big one, have you ever had a client that they love to talk smack about other service providers, whether it's their old lash artist or their current lash, you know, artist, if you are servicing them, I guess maybe they couldn't get in with them. So they're coming to you. Have you ever had a client that, you know, openly was talking smack about their nail girl that they just went to or their hair girl that they just went to? Uh, because let me tell you something and I'm, if they're talking about them, she could, you know, very well be talking about you next time to them. So it's kind of just like a red red flag. Smack talking is negativity. I personally don't like that in my space. Um, You know, so if there's somebody that displays those characteristics, it's kind of like red flag, problem, problematic. Uh, Okay, so have you ever had a client, and I'm sure you have, have you ever had a client that just 100% did not care about natural health, natural lash health, hair health, nail health, skin health. They just, they didn't care. They didn't care about your professional opinion. They wanted what they wanted. They didn't care about how damaging it was, or, you know, they want to go from box mixed black dye hair to platinum, you know, like, what is that color? Like gray, platinum, really, really light in one day. You know, they want, they, it's just unrealistic. Their expectations are unrealistic, despite the fact that you've tried to educate them and let them know they don't want to hear it. They don't care. And they still want what they want. That is a problematic client, especially if what you're doing or what they want you to do is going to cause damage down the road. What, you know, what's to say they're not out there telling people that you're the one that caused the damage. And you're the one that's been serving them for the last X amount of months or whatever the case is. Your clients are walking billboards and walking advertisements of your business and your work. So regardless, you know, do you think somebody is really going to listen when you say or when they say, you know, so-and-so did my lashes or so-and-so did my hair or so-and-so did my nails and now they have issues with their natural hair or skin or nails damaged and your name is on it even you know you're not going to really have that opportunity to defend yourself and say well I told them that they couldn't have that you did it anyway you know so 
just be mindful of that. That's a big red flag client because there's going to get to a point where, you know, you're trying to fulfill the expectations and when they're not met, that client is probably just going to leave to somebody else who is willing to do what you're not. So just keep that in mind. And the last one to me, which is a really big one, is if, have you ever had like a client that tried to cross the line, tried to push the boundaries between business and friendship, or that client that blurred the line between business and friendship, and they start to cross over to the point where they're starting to take advantage of you, they're trying to have you uh, go above and beyond for them, you know, they come in late, um, expecting you to give them extra time for free, you know, asking for discounts. This kind of goes back to the price negotiation, but just that friend that, or that client, I should say, the client that's too comfortable, way too comfortable to the point where it's a little uncomfortable on your end. You know, you're not feeling it. You're not on the same page. Um, I will say that that can be managed. You have to be the one to set the boundaries and to control that. However, if it does get to a certain point and you're not able to reel that that person back in and set them straight and set the line and the boundaries again, um, they're probably just better off no longer being your client and uh, just use it as a learning you know, opportunity so that it doesn't happen again. These are all just red flag instances of clients that probably just shouldn't be your clients um, and you're allowed to not want to take them anymore. I mean, think about it this way. All of those, mm, what's the word? All of those hypothetical, okay. All of those hypothetical situations and scenarios and clients that I just went over, imagine if you didn't have to deal with them, okay? That's how simple life would be. If you decided not to service them and not to put up with all of the nonsense that I just mentioned, your life would be so much easier, okay? Me personally, uh, I choose to not deal with the nonsense. So I have very good business relationships with my clients and I genuinely, like I mentioned, I genuinely love them. I look forward to going to work every day. I, I look forward to going and seeing them because I know it's going to be a pleasant experience and those who... I knew weren't going to be pleasant experience. They don't really last because um, I either tell them that, you know, we're not a good fit or, you know, I don't really go above, above and beyond with them because they're not really deserving of it depending on the situation. Um, but you're allowed to feel that way. You're not wrong. You, you know, don't feel guilty. We have to, as business owners, make those tough decisions, Okay. We decided to, to be a business owner. We decided to be the boss. We have to make the rules. We have to make those tough calls. And we're allowed to, okay? The most important thing to always, always remember is keep it professional always. Keep it professional when you're communicating with these clients or when you're making these decisions and it's time to just, you know, let them know. It's always best 100% to keep it professional because at least if you're professional on your end even if the client doesn't respond in a professional way you still were so if you know we live in a digital era uh, when it comes to difficult situations like this people will often uh, try to expose you on social media screenshots you know they'll try to tell people what you did at least if you're professional and they try to take a screenshot of you you are still professional. So the only one that's really, 
in the wrong is them. You're not wrong for not wanting to service a certain client. Um, you have to look out for yourself. We have to look out for ourselves as business owners. There, there's no higher up. There's no you know manager that you can go to. to there's no more of that. If you've ever worked retail or you worked in a job where you could just go get your manager and your manager would handle it and deal with it and you know take care of the situation or alleviate you know the 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 drama that was going on there's no more of that it's us so we have to be pre- prepared and as business owners you know this is the not so pleasant kind of side of it but the the result the end result is so rewarding you know being able to let that client go have them find someone else because there probably is someone else that's a better fit for them um i've come across people who hate policies and don't like policies and they don't want to pay deposits and they don't want to book with their card on file you know if they don't want to book an appointment with a card on file or pay a deposit they're not a good fit for me but the lash artist down the street who doesn't have a deposit policy or, you know, require their client's book with a card on file, she might be, you know, a better fit. Just because, you know, you can't service them doesn't mean that someone else can't. It just means that that headache is no longer your headache and that person can go get service somewhere else. Um, And to be honest with you, going back to target, your target clientele, your target audience your ideal client having your ideal client determined on who it is like your your perfect your ideal client is basically an imaginary client that you create and they're like the perfect client if you could make a perfect client who would they be how old are they what are you know what are they into what are where do they work how much income do they make what are their you know goals in life what are their interests things like that you have to make a make-believe person and then when you're marketing you're trying to attract people that are very very similar or fit that criteria that you made you know you even gotta like pick her age and where she works and what she does on her days off like you have to really go in depth so if you're the type of person that you have determined your your ideal client um, usually what happens is your clients that are your your ideal they don't give you problems because they fit your criteria. You're a perfect fit. You believe in the same things. You know, you have the same interests for the most part. Um, and, the, you know, you click and there's a really good relationship. And when there's a really good relationship between a service provider and a client, you know, there's respect. There's a good relationship. There's good communication. Um, I've had clients where maybe there was a situation I mean, maybe they came in with 30 lashes one day, okay? Um, And I just said, you know, hey, I just want to let you know, like, I'm looking at your lashes. I'm going to take a picture and show you, but these things are looking a little crazy. I I like to make jokes. I'm very, like, humor, keep the mood light. Um, I just wanted to show you because you probably can't see from the same view as me. So this is what's going on in your lashes. I recommend, you know, you change the way that you're cleansing and maybe instead of every other day, maybe, you know, once a day, maybe twice a day, depending on the person and what they need. But I've had a lot of, you know, situations where all it took was just one time to to bring something to their attention and say, hey, you know, you have a little less retention than I'd like. 
you know, uh, I'm going to have you come in in two weeks instead of three, and then let's go from there. And then, you know, the good clients are the ones that are just like, oh my gosh, okay, no problem. Yes, whatever you say. They, you know, they trust you. They trust you. They follow your instructions, and you don't have issues. And any little bumps along the way, you're able to overcome it and move forward. And most people don't make the same mistake twice. Um, you know why? Because um, they respect you. And going back to that client that I had, um, what is it called? The one that I, I told you how she was like making comments about my pricing, right? You know, at the end of her appointment, um, I specifically remember, I'm probably going to remember her forever, but I specifically remember her saying uh, she was also one of those clients that had 30 lashes every time she came in and I would address it to her again in a professional way I'd show her pictures and she'd try to defend it and actually tell me like oh no I haven't worn makeup all week like she you know when it was there so I remember one day she made a comment and she was like uh I have to listen to you and I have to do what you say because then you're not going to want to take me anymore. You're not going to want to serve me as a, as a client anymore. So she kind of already knew. She kind of already knew. So then that's kind of like a you have to listen to your clients and what they say and how they talk. Because to me, that's kind of like, mm, perhaps this has happened before. Maybe somebody has uh, already let you go as a client because you're a little difficult. You never know. So um, you're allowed to not want to service somebody. You're allowed to refuse service. Um, and you're allowed to do so because you're a business owner and because you call the shots and you're not a mean person and you have every right to do it. Um, my thing is, and my advice is just to always be professional, always be professional. Um, I put a post on my Instagram. I'm going to tag it in the description for this episode click on it go check it out comment but i want to know what are some red flags that you've experienced do not put names do not go into details about clients that you've had this is not to bash them this is to help one another because we've all been there um as you know you know, I have an educational page. I'm an educator. I love putting out content to, uh, content to help other artists. And one of that is teaching with examples. So although I have my examples, you might have different ones. And I, I want to start, uh, you know, discussion in the comments and have people just throw ideas. So if you've had other situations where you've had like red flag situations, red flag uh, clients, Go tell me about it in the comments um, so that other artists can uh, relate with you or see, as well as uh, teaching, you know, newer artists some examples that way they feel empowered and they can they can see as well. You know, we've been there already as seasoned professionals. We've been there, done that, dealt with that um, and, you know, dealing with. Uh, red flagged clients and letting them go is definitely a tough situation that takes some time. It takes confidence. It takes, you know, authority and being firm and content with your decision. It's a tough one. So if you have any issues, you know, contact me, reach out to me. I can always, you know, help you come up with some type of dialogue. Um, maybe I will come out with like a little statement. That way you can use it. But always remain professional you know, uh, you know, you know your emotions, okay? You're the only one. So if something or someone is ever making you feel anything less than happy or good, if they're making you feel uncomfortable, awkward, stressed, frustrated, you don't want to deal with that, okay? Um, and yeah, so 
that is what I have for you today. I can't wait to get back in the groove of things. I'm sorry I made you wait three months, but um, nonetheless, I'm back. I'm going to bring you content, fingers crossed, on a weekly basis. And until next time, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Your support means the absolute world to me. If you enjoyed it, were motivated by it, inspired, if this message touched your soul in any way, please take a second to leave me a review on iTunes and share it with someone. Take a screenshot, post it on social media, but please remember to tag me in it because I'd love to see. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram. My personal is at lovely.cheska and my business page is at meticulousstreetedu. Thanks for listening, guys, and as always, have a great one, and God bless.